are listening to the Becoming Yourself podcast, your bi-weekly dose of self-discovery hosted by me, Veronica Tai, and me, Olena Gisis. We're a lifestyle and personal development podcast created for women who feel like they might be living the wrong version of their lives, but know that they're capable of something much bigger and better. Our promise is to deliver authentic content to help you develop a better relationship with the most important person there is, with yourself, and see what incredible impact it can have on all areas of your life. Welcome to the journey of becoming yourself. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Becoming Yourself podcast. We are doing today episode nine, and Veronica and I today are going to chat about how to navigate change, because don't you agree, Veronica, like it is the only thing that is sort of inevitable in life. We're all experiencing change, um, and it's the only thing that's actually constant. Change is the only constant. Constant. And it always takes us by surprise. (laughs) And I think it's a thing. you got to learn how to change, like how to transition through changes, the different seasons of our lives, the different seasons of whatever it is that we're going through, because inevitably what comes up also comes down. What's down also goes up. Yeah, for sure. Um, and before we even start talking, so I wanted to also quickly chat about our listeners because, yeah. um, so first of all, I am, I feel like um, we're doing something here for a reason because we're not really, let's be honest, we're not really putting a lot of effort into like promoting the podcast just outside of what we do organically like on our networks, through our social channels. And I am looking at the geography of where our downloads are coming from. I'm like so surprised and so pleased. And I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who is listening because I'm just looking that we have so many listeners coming from places such as South Africa, like lots of listeners in South Africa. And I don't even know if I know anyone from there, maybe like one or two people. Um, Brazil, Australia, Indonesia, Philippines, Iran, Israel, Mexico. Like, wow. Like to me, this is just like so cool that people are finding us organically. And it just like gives a reason to for us to keep going. Yeah, Um, it's really cool to see (laughs) and it makes me feel connected to everyone around the world because literally there are people around the world who are listening in with us. And if you're listening in right now, maybe you feel connected to your fellow listeners who you know now are coming from around the world as well. Also, just want to say, you know, my peeps in Ukraine are listening. I see so (laughs) many downloads coming from Ukraine, which is so cool because, you know, English is not uh, first language there. So thanks, guys, for your support. I love seeing this. Also, people from Russia, all over Europe, um, Spain, UK, France, Italy, Germany, Austria, Czech Republic, Netherlands, Belgium, Denmark, Ireland, Poland, like, holy fucking shit. (laughs) I mean... This is great. And and of course, lots of downloads from Canada and US. Like these are where most of our traffic is coming from. And I'm so happy to see it. 
makes my heart warm. <laughs> I also love seeing these numbers because it means that collectively all around the world, we're all looking to improve ourselves and we're mm -hmm. all looking to continue on this self-growth journey. And you guys who are listening in, I don't want you to discount that in any way. That is huge. This self-growth journey, the sheer fact that you're listening into an episode called how to deal with change means that you are willing and that you are going to face your shadows and that you are going to do what it takes for you to realize your own true potential. It's not the easiest path. There are a lot of dark places to look into when it comes to our own selves and the things that are hidden. That's amazing. That is mm -hmm. so amazing. And you know what? Thanks so much for choosing to hang out with us and doing this together with us. Yeah. And guys, follow us on Instagram if you're not there yet, because this is where we share some of our ideas um, and thoughts and um, some of the um announcements of the upcoming episodes and we would love you to let us know what you want um, to hear about um, you know DM us and and let us know we would love that um, and if you know someone who would be interested to hear some of what um, some of the episodes from the podcast please share it with them uh, we would love you to you know bring new people to listen to the by podcast yeah that's how we're all going to grow this community together so Follow us on Instagram, by underscore podcast, and share this out with a friend or a loved one who's also going to benefit from it. Yep. Okay. So change cycle, Veronica. So let's, let's talk about that. We already said that this is something that's inevitable and something interesting that I thought about that we, we sort of have these expected changes that are coming in our lives. Things like changing from baby to a child, from child to a teenager, from teenager to adult. We sort of know that this is happening and we sort of know how to navigate this change. But there are also changes that happen in our lives that we don't expect. Um, something that sort of leads to a transition to a new identity as well. Um, so we call these in coaching catalytic events. So they can be good, they can be bad, things like breakup, divorce, falling in love, having children, um, losing someone, um, like someone's death, <laughs> losing a job, winning a lottery, <laughs> moving to a new country, like all of these things um, are major life events that sort of lead to, to a new identity. So... Uh, what are your sort of thoughts and overview from a coaching perspective um, that you can share about the change that we experience as humans? Yeah. So as humans, we're going to experience change. That is inevitable. But what is promising and comforting is that the change doesn't always have to be tumultuous. I got to say, even with the expected changes, for example, getting married, having a baby, like the typical ones that you think of, even if you expect it, you don't really know what you're going to expect. And sure enough, you're going to be thrown into this whirlwind of change. I haven't, uh, I don't have kids yet. But I do have a lot of friends who do, and they are sure to tell you that when you bring a baby into your life, you cannot predict, you just cannot predict the changes that it takes on your life. And 
oftentimes these changes in our lives, no matter how big or how small, they feel like whirlwinds. And that's where the change cycle comes in. So we learned about the change cycle from Martha Beck and through our own coaching training. And I love it. I love it so mm-hmm. much because instead of feeling like as if you've been planted in the middle of nowhere, just plopped up on a map and not knowing exactly where to go, if you know how this change cycle works and the change cycle is four different phases that you go through for any and every change that you go through in your life, you know that you're going to go through one, two, three, and four. When you know that, it's not so much like as if you've been plopped in the middle of nowhere and you're like, what the F is even happening? How like, how am I only sleeping two hours a day with this crying baby in my hand? Like, who am I? Where am I? You actually have a lot more grounding and there's something comforting and relieving in knowing where you are on that map. So that at least you can say, okay, I'm right here right now and everything's supposed to go to sheds. All right. Okay. (laughs) Now I can deal with it and I can move, like move through it in the way that's going to allow myself to move through it with most ease. And we're going to go through each of the four phases with you, as well as give you tips and tools for how to go through each of these with ease. Because Mm -hmm. if it's just one thing I want to preface this whole change cycle thing with is resistance makes it harder. The more you resist the change or what the change is bringing you, the more grief and suffering you're going to bring onto yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Being prepared for sure is um, what it's all about. And yes, I love Martha Beck. And part of the reason why I chose her um, as as coach, as our main coach uh, and her program is because how brilliant is she with her metaphors? Like our whole coaching journey, everything we've done, she makes such amazing analogies to nature. And in this case, um, in case of a change cycle, she introduced to us this amazing analogy to how a caterpillar turns into a butterfly. And before do- taking this coaching program, I had no idea. This This is like pure magic, right? Would you like agree? Like, this is crazy how this happens. Because literally, I thought that caterpillar grows wings and 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 legs, but this is not how it works. Caterpillar actually um, tur- like goes into a cocoon and dissolves into cells that sort of have the, these DNA coded instructions for turning this... Um, these cells into a completely new creature (laughs) so they're not really even related like this is a completely different creature that turns into a beautiful butterfly and this is exactly what we as humans are going to just not physically but emotionally when we're going through change we have to 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 become stronger to become more beautiful to come out of any difficult life situation we have to go through very similar process to that of how a caterpillar turns into a butterfly and this is amazing i just love it 
That's like my party story now. I love that analogy so much. And I, you know what? I love plants. I love animals. I love nature. I love the Reddit thread. Nature is lit because nature is so lit. It is so cool how things happen in life. Mm-hmm. And I'm sh- like, I mean, I don't think your regular general person really thinks too much of how a caterpillar turns into a butterfly. Like, I mean, I know before I actually learned how it happens. It's like, yeah. Um, they go into the cocoon. They probably, mm-hmm. I don't know, use the nutrients from the cocoon to grow some wings. And then like, there you have it, a butterfly. <laughs> and as you were saying, Elena, that is not the case at all. I got to mm-hmm. say, I've tried thinking of other analogies to help explain this change cycle. Um, seasons are a really good way to do it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. The butterfly thing is just way too cool because mm-hmm. <laughs> the caterpillar, yeah, you wouldn't think it. It is so cool. It doesn't just sprout wings and then out it comes out of the cocoon. It completely disintegrates. Mm-hmm. Every single cell of mm-hmm. that caterpillar breaks down into a caterpillar soup so that if you were to cut a cocoon open, which would be really mean, so don't actually do it. But if you were to cut a cocoon open in the middle of the process, you'd find kind of like a caterpillar goop kind of situation going on. And mm-hmm. then after it's broken everything down, it rebuilds itself into a butterfly. And mm-hmm. that's what happens to us with changes in our lives. First, everything breaks down. You got to break down so that you can build up. So that you take all of the essential and raw pieces of who you were, what you were, where you lived, and what your identity was, and you take all of the raw ingredients, and then the world's your oyster. You get to rebuild it to what you want it to look like. Because can I dive into square one now? Can I dive into like the first phase? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think we came up with a nicer name for it. How? What was the description that we came up with? Um, when shit hits the fan. Oh, that's <laughs> what. I, that's exactly what I wanted to say. Okay, so we did. <laughs> love it because that's for real. Yeah, let's not sugarcoat <laughs> anything here. When mm-hmm. shit hits the fan, or is- in analogy, it would be when a caterpillar dies and turns into that bug soup. <laughs> yeah. So exactly that. So the first phase of change is when shit hits the fan. The caterpillar gets into this cocoon and it starts to disintegrate. And I don't actually know what the caterpillar's thinking, but if I started disintegrating, I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Like, why am I disintegrating? And that is exactly what phase one looks like in your life. The moment that you sit there and you think, holy shit, like what is happening in my life? You lose your job, you lose your partner, you lose your hobby. Like the hobby group and the friends that you have around you all of a sudden all begin to disintegrate. (laughs) And mind Mm -hmm. you, I'm showing you like the most biggest examples. It doesn't always have to be that dramatic, but everything starts to disintegrate. And then you know you're in square one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it's interesting because in this, when, when this happens and I sort of, a couple of examples I'm thinking when we're um, in square one, like when you, yes, lose a partner or when you win a lottery, our instinct is to do something big. Like we all know, like people look for a rebound 
right away, right? When when they break up with someone or when they win a lottery, um, it, it's our instinctual. There is an instinctual desire to go and buy so many things for yourself, right? So we tend to make those big moves and big steps, which is actually what you should not be doing in square one. In yeah. square, square one is exactly for the death of the old identity and rebirth of a new one. So before you do what an old identity would do, you need to actually dissolve and never make those big life-changing decisions um, and take one step at a time, one step at a, ta- at a time. So yeah, so for us as coaching, when we coach people, it is so important for us to understand what stage of a life cycle you're in to be able to help you navigate this change and suggest the right things for you to do. Um, yeah, and and also square one can feel like the end of the world, but I love how Martha Beck also puts it. She says that what what is death for a caterpillar is a birth for a butterfly. So just keeping in mind that this is the hardest stage in a change cycle when something major happens in life it can it can feel like death but it's actually rebirth and we all know that what doesn't kill us makes us stronger (laughs) and there's always that phase too like before you know that this is the part where shit hits the fan and shit hits the fan. It's like, of course, you're going to like run around picking up the pieces. So you lose your job. You're like, oh, my gosh, well, I better go find a new job. Or the example that I love giving is Bridesmaids. So because hmm. <laughs> it's a popular movie, I think most people know it. It's hilarious. And this is square one is when I think about like Annie and how Annie does lose her job. She loses her position as a bridesmaid. She like ends up having to live with her mom and she keeps talking about hitting rock bottom. Well, as all of that's happening, of course, like in our own lives, we're trying to pick up the pieces. And of course, there's going to be a period of that before you realize, oh, wait a minute. This is the part where shit hits the fan. Shit is currently Mm -hmm. hitting the fan. And when you realize that, then You can become aware of any tendency that you have that's resisting it. For example, like, and by the way, this, this feels soupy and gloopy. It feels very much like how many of us felt when we were first experiencing the pandemic earlier this year. Like, there is no you have normal. no idea what the yeah, hell is going on. What's even yeah. happening? There is no normal. <laughs> so you know that you're resisting when you're sitting here waiting for things to go back to normal. Well, when things are normal again, or okay, well, when it's normal, or maybe you even resist the fact that things have changed in the first place and you continue trying to go out as per normal. So for example, if we're using the example of the pandemic, because we all experienced it this year collectively, it's like- I'm, I feel like we're, to, we still are. Still and still <laughs> I think are, a lot yeah. of people are still in square one or- feeling that you know it's still it's still happening you have no idea what where it's going to take you especially Mm -hmm. since the seasons are changing so in canada we're moving from summer into fall and eventually winter so everything kind of opened up and there was a lot more normalcy if you will for lack of a better term when summer was around because we could go outside we could see our loved ones from afar come winter 
I think there's going to be a lot more people coming to square one because it's another change. Now that we have to stay inside, well, you don't have to, you'll want to. When it hits minus 30 degrees, you'll definitely want to. And when that (laughs) happens, now how are we going to create a life where we can still stay connected to our loved ones? You know that you are resisting it when you try to go about living life as per normal. So maybe people kept trying to go to the malls and, you know, still walk around. Uh, People who tried to do grocery shopping as per normal or waiting for things to get back to normal. Mm -hmm. The future is uncertain when you're in square one. It feels so scary. But trust me, this is how the change cycles go. Inevitably, Mm -hmm. you're going to move out of square one. So this was sort of a brief overview of what square one is and stay tuned. We're going to come back to square one um, a bit later to give you some tips and tools on how to navigate it, generally speaking. But we want to quickly first walk you through the rest of the change cycle so you have sort of an idea and understanding of how things unfold. So after shit hits the fan there is usually what we call a square two or when you start dreaming the new dream or in a in a butterfly analogy or metaphorically this is when the new identity or new dna forms those imago cells those magical cells are forming and start giving you clues and instructions about what to do next um, this is sort of, I find, the most magical process is when your brain sort of starts dreaming and scheming and uh, this is when you actually start seeing dreams. And honestly, I, I don't know about you, Veronica, like I never paid attention to this stuff until we started going through through this in our coach training. And I was like, holy smokes, you actually in square two you actually see dreams you actually see visions and there are certain signs that show you that you start dreaming that dream um people usually change their hairstyles their wardrobe their decor in their homes like they actually start physically uh, changing things around um creating vision boards like this is what I did Um, so this is a really cool phase when you sort of sky's the limit and you start thinking and dreaming of your new life about oh you know when pandemics ends this is how I want to do or while we're in pandemic I'm going to you know plan this new life for myself Um, or when I was talking about when you actually break up with someone instead of going into rebound you actually sit down and write down all the qualities of a person who you want to meet or who do you have to become to meet the right person. This is what I call dreaming instead of jumping into the first new opportunity that happens just to you know numb yourself. Um, this is a very, very important part of the process that sort of happens to you uh, and you have to trust it and um, uh, sort of dream the dream. <laughs> yeah, on, honestly, actually, all of these phases are kind of you're happening to you through them yeah, <laughs> yeah like i always like to think that life is happening for you so they're happening for you but mm-hmm. it's really not your choice in mm-hmm. that sense to be there longer or to get out of it sooner that mm-hmm. too is a form of resistance and i and i love the second mm-hmm. phase i love <laughs> dreaming 
as you guys listen to this, you may find that there are certain phases that you think of and you're like, yeah, I love it when I'm there. I love mm-hmm. it when I'm in phase two. The world's your oyster. You can be anything. This is like Aletta said, when the caterpillar has successfully turned into caterpillar soup, mm-hmm. every single cell has disintegrated. So every part of your life from the first phase has fallen to whatever position that they went to. The dust has settled. So Mm -hmm. imagine yourself sitting in front of you with all of these building blocks. And now you get to imagine what you might want to do with these building blocks. It's still very internal. The first and second phases all kind of happen within you. It doesn't look like you're doing much by way of action in your external life. So you're not going out and applying for new jobs. You're not going out and actually mingling with other people trying to look for a new partner yet. You're just simply being there and beginning to entertain the possibilities of what this new self might look like, of Mm -hmm. what perhaps a new partner, a new job, or a new way of living would look like. And I love, I love that you mentioned (laughs) rom-coms, Lena, because I think rom-coms are like the best. There's, they always, they always take a moment to do a pit stop in the second phase because that's a really exciting phase. That's when the heartbroken character of the story does an outfit change where they get a makeover and they look completely different or what else do they do? I I love those changing scenes because I'm such a cheese ball. I love rom-com so much. And (laughs) Or they do those scenes where they go out and they're like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go try all these new and different activities. And then inevitably that's when they meet their new someone and fall (laughs) deeply in love. But this phase two for yourself could very much look like you go out, you get a haircut, you go out, you find a new wardrobe. And you know what? Like it just occurred to me, you know who knew about square two? Coco Chanel. She she had this quote, a woman who cuts her hair is about to change her life. She was onto something she knew. And I I even like thinking back to like if I had a breakup or something and once I went through this like first grieving period like I would totally go and cut my hair and dye my hair um, and give myself a little makeover and now I understand what it was now I understand that that was me being in square two yeah so she knew it <laughs> She knew it. Okay, so that's that's square two. So after you sort of start dreaming and scheming, and scheming is more like you start planning um, the next phase of your life. This is when uh, what we call a square two, or we call it work that dream. This is when the 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 hard work begins um, because metaphorically what you do um, in a butterfly analogy you emerge from that chrysalis and Veronica as you said at the beginning it's not a, a time and place for someone to cut it open and help you out this is when you have to work hard as a, as a newly formed creature as a newly formed identity to come out of that chrysalis um, yeah. Because the, you can't help the butterfly emerge, right? It will die. Same with you. <laughs> this is the phase where now you're getting into the external world. Whereas the first two phases, it's like all happening within yourself. And you're like, what the hell's happening? And then you start dreaming. Oh, you know what? If we're going to go with you know rom-coms and finding a new partner, that's the point where you're like, 
hmm, you know what, maybe I want somebody who has these qualities or, hey, I guess I could see myself with somebody else. Now, phase three is when you actually get out into the world, just like how the butterfly is going to go ahead and kind of push itself out of the cocoon and out into the world. You mm-hmm. need and to watch some videos of how butterflies do it. Like it's, it's crazy. Really cool. It's really you, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. You need to take the action and get out there into the world. So if you're looking for a new partner, get out there. You got a network. You need to be at events or at least, you know, sign up dating on an online websites. dating. Yeah. yeah online dating <laughs> profile. If you are, you know, if you got fired from your job or whatever, you quit your job because it just wasn't right for you. And you're thinking, hmm, gee whiz, I don't actually want to be an office worker. I want to be a chef. That's my calling. That's where my heart's at. Okay, perfect. Now is the time for you to either sign up for a chef course uh, or to look for jobs where you can start at an entry level. You got to take the action. Mm-hmm. And this sounds, this sounds kind of discouraging, but don't take it that way. The mantra that Martha Beck has shared with us, and it's another one of those things where I'm like, why change it? It's perfect. For square three is it's harder than I thought. And that's and okay. That's okay. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna get it your first shot. The first date you go on will there's a possibility, but most probably they're not going to be the one. Gotta kiss you're a lot gonna of have frogs. to go a couple of times. <laughs> the first job that you apply for, there's a possibility that it will be, but yeah, most probably most likely it won't. Yeah, it's not going to be the dream job or mm-hmm. the one that gets that you get. Mm-hmm. You need to keep on going. And it's interesting. Yeah. I I just like I sort of knew it, but I also just realized going back to the dreaming the dream phase, the the square two phase or the second phase, it's it's a lot about intuition. It's a lot of following the gut because as you said, instinctually and out of fear, if we lose our job, the first thing we tend to do is like just go and find the the next one. Doesn't matter if we love it or not, you know, we're afraid that we're going to lose income and you know jump into the first opportunity but if you actually take the time to to reflect on what you like and don't like and put a little bit of effort into dreaming and listening to your intuition and maybe completely even changing the direction this is when your life changes this is when you get that new identity right and um go into that working that dream it's it's hard it's a lot hard, harder than you're gonna think you're gonna fail multiple times I'm, I know I know we reference dating many times it's it's like yeah it's it's it, it's tough but like you just have to keep going you have to um, square three or this working that dream it's it's all about just like failing getting up failing get it getting up and the beauty of it is if you don't look at it as failing, but if you look at it as a learning experience and um, add those experiences to to help you realize the, th- the more things that you want or don't, don't want. So this is the way sort of to look at square three or look at this work that dream phase. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's part of the process. It's 
not you being the one person who doesn't make it on the first shot. No, this is part of the process. So actually, I love that you say that, uh, you know, phase two is when it's very intuitive because you get to really tune into what is it that you really want rather Mm -hmm. than working from a place of fear, which Mm -hmm. means if you're working from a place of fear, it means that you're trying to get out of square one faster than you're ready for it. And again, trying to stay in a phase or trying to get out of a phase faster, sooner or later than you're meant to is a form of resistance. Now, luckily, we've got phase three as a safeguard because that is potentially one reason why you're failing. You may find yourself being batted back into the first phase or the second phase. And that's not a failure at all. You you cannot fail. You cannot fail because you've already gone through so much that even if you were batted back into the first phase, it's not the same step. You've gone further than that. And what I really like to think about is you only get one first kiss. You don't get to redo your first kiss. You you know too much by that point. <laughs> so if you're trying to find that perfect partner or you're trying to find your life's calling and you think that, okay, that is it. My life's calling is to be a chef. Got to do it. You go through your first course in school and you're like, oh my goodness, this isn't for me and everything disintegrates. Even if you were brought back to the first phase and things disintegrate again, you're a lot further than you were the first time you were there. And actually, most likely, you would probably be brought back to the second phase where you're challenged to consider, now, was that dream coming from a place of fear or Mm -hmm. is that really your calling? And that's not a bad thing either way. If it came from a place of fear or maybe it was you thought you wanted to be a chef and you're like, no, wait a minute. No, I don't want to be a chef at all. Great. You're back at the drawing board and you can dream up something new for yourself. So that's Mm -hmm. what the failing in square three really lends you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this is sort of referencing um, one of our um, episodes where we talked about the rules and triangle and I keep coming back to a victim it is very easy to fall into a victim role in um, this third stage in square three because it's like the easiest thing to say is oh I just like it's meant it's not meant to be and you know go back to the old identity Um, it's so easy to wear on that victim hat um, but this is when you gotta notice that you're doing it and you gotta get up and keep going Um, Mm -hmm. because yes some of the experiences are going to be tough people are going to doubt you (laughs) things are going to you know go go to shits before they go to Shinola so (laughs) so you have to you have to keep taking off that uh, victim hat and kicking it you know out um, and just keep going. This is what the square three is all about. And I have to keep reminding myself about it all the time, all the time. There are so many projects that I've taken on where I'm like, totally, I can do this. In like an hour and five hours later, I'm like, what is happening in life? This is so hard. And then I remember, hey, this is square three. It's harder than I thought. And that's okay. 
Mm-hmm. And this goes, yeah, this goes for building my business to like trying to crochet. I seriously thought that I could crochet all these gifts this one Christmas. And I started on December 1st, I think. I was like, yeah, by December 25th, everyone's going to have a cute little sweater or a cute little scarf to wear. <laughs> like a week into it, I'm like, oh my God, I can only give one friend one <laughs> mug sleeve. <laughs> well, at least it was kids. something. Listen, <laughs> good, oh, good for you for so, making just one. These, yeah, these phases, like these phases and this whole change cycle, again, we're giving you big examples, big life examples, but it happens for every single change in your life, no matter how big or how small. Mm-hmm. For me, it the, my small one was trying to acquire a new skill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust me, I have so many. And oh, and square three, this, this stage is where most of your limiting beliefs are going to come up probably about yeah. what you can and can't do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a really, really important stage to work through um, because this is the stage where you're getting as close as possible to living your dream, which we call a square four or live the dream stage. Yes. Um, <laughs> so the butterfly huffed and puffed and it struggled and it doesn't look all that pretty. <laughs> like, you know, when it first comes out, it's like kind of crinkly, it's kind of wet and soggy just, wings. Needs, yeah, soggy <laughs> wings. It needs a moment. And so it takes a moment, its wings dry out, and then off it goes. It flutters out into the sky, having abilities that it never had as a caterpillar and being able to see the world from a whole new perspective. That's you when you get into the final phase of this change cycle. You are a whole new person. You're no longer who you used to be when you were just a caterpillar and you get to see the world from a whole different perspective. It's really exciting and it is the coveted phase. It's the phase of, and they lived happily ever after. Or more rather, I like to think of Rocky when he like he's up the stairs and his arms are like in the air. It's like, yes, you made it. <laughs> yeah. But with that said, phase four is the most coveted phase. It's where your dreams have come true. You finally met the partner. You've met your partner. (laughs) Yes, you've met your partner. You found the job. Now successful. You found, you got the The job. The dream job. Your dream (laughs) job. You get to, I can only imagine that there's some people who relate to me when I think about a dream job being one where you get to travel around the world testing out luxury resorts. Uh, Me. (laughs) Wow, that's Uh, nice. Sign me up, please, for that one. Uh, All paid expenses. So you get the dream job and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel feel so aligned. This is what I'm called to do. And I'm doing it, whatever that may be. So it's wonderful. It's perfect. And that's where all the stories end that they had lived happily ever after. The end, Rocky with his arms up in the air. Uh, no. The end. <laughs> but it's also the phase that we don't know very much about because we're yeah. trying so hard to get there that by the time we get there, we don't really know what to do with ourselves. So the advice for this final phase here is to relax. Seriously, (laughs) relax. You've made it. You may have spent so much time in the third phase that you created and solidified a certain identity about yourself and what no longer serves you needs to be let go. 
So for example, let's say that you were trying to build a business, uh, your chef business, and you decided you don't want to just be a chef, you want it to be a caterer. Let's pretend that was your life dream. And you spent so much time figuring that out in phase three and so much time creating that dream into reality that you're so used to wearing all of the hats, that you're the admin person, you're the chef, you're the driver, you're the negotiator, everything. And let's say you get to phase four where you've really hit your stride in your catering business and you now have a team under you. Well, you're going to have to let go of what no longer serves you that did serve you in square three. And that usually means relax, relax way more. You no longer need to hold Control your everything. every single time <laughs> you look at your account. You no longer have to wear all of the hats. You no longer have to stay at the office until 12 a.m. And I think this part is really hard for people who get into this fourth phase because they're so used to used kind of to being on guard and on edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I let go right now then everything else is going to crumble or you may have you may find yourself sitting there thinking okay well um when's the other shoe going to drop mm-hmm. the yeah. practice here in the fourth phase relax enjoy and trust in yourself trust in the work that you've put into creating this dream and bringing it up live But also don't forget that there might be another major event around the corner, (laughs) which brings you back to square one. And that's okay, because I think that's the, that's the, oh my gosh, when will the other shoe drop? And you're just waiting for the next catalytic event that you forget to enjoy where you are right now. Yeah, don't wait for it, but just be aware that change is inevitable and this is how life works. Unlike a caterpillar turning into a butterfly, which it only does once in its lifetime, us humans, we turn from caterpillar to butterflies multiple times in our lives. That Mm -hmm. is life itself. And that's okay. That being said, there's this really, really beautiful quote um, that also Martha Beck gave us um, in coach training. I'm just going to quickly read it. We're always in transition. Once you relax with that, you'll be fine. This is true for all of us. The process of metamorphosis is scary and sometimes painful, but it is also the way to experience wonderful new adventures we weren't even able to to imagine in our caterpillar identities. Accept the process. Care for yourself. Dream big. Work hard. And keep learning. Then, don't be surprised when one morning you wake up to find that you have wings. Yeah. I like it so much. This is so true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I okay. Love that. Okay. So those are the four phases of the change cycle. And this was just an overview for you guys. We could go so <laughs> deep into it. We'll need to we do a little bit you. of a visual thing for, for you too. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we're we'll do that. And we'll share that on Instagram. So again, follow us, BY underscore podcast, so that you can get that visual. Okay. But we do want you to be able (laughs) to walk away with something. (laughs) Yeah. So we want to give you uh, a quick kind of lightning round of tools that you can use. You've listened to what each of these four phases entail. You probably have a good idea by now what phase you're in, in 
actually, by the way, that's another thing. You may be in different phases for different parts of your life. So maybe your relationship is in phase four, you're happily married or you're happy with your partner, you're good to go, but your career is in phase one and you're kind of, I don't know what to do with myself. So there are, you will be in different phases for different parts of your life. Mm -hmm. Anyways, you may have an idea of which phase you may be in for a part of your life. And we are going to give you kind of like a lightning round of tools that's going to help you move through all four phases with a lot more ease. So let's start with phase one, Elena. Yeah, square one, or what we call a meltdown. And um, I think we briefly mentioned that in this stage, you really don't want to make big moves. You really don't want to, um, you know, go into another dis- destructive relationship without analyzing what went wrong in the previous one or, you know, spent all your money on lavish vacations when you just won the lottery and, you know, wasting all your all your money. Um, so you really, in this phase, um, have to dissolve. And by dissolving or in a butterfly analogy, cocoon yourself, um, like literally wrap yourself in self-care, um, doing, taking small steps, living one day at a time, because as Veronica, you mentioned, I think that this is the process that is happening to you. You don't want to force this. Um, yeah, for so, you. Yeah, I like sorry. to think for you. You're yeah, being it's happening. guided through it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and I think this is a really important phase to um, hire a coach or, you know, go into therapy and really understand um, and, and go through even the stages of, of grief and letting yourself sort of go through this, um, the whole roller coaster of emotions. Um, yeah, exactly. You got to be able to let it happen. And by letting it happen, you need to be able to feel your emotions. And then mm-hmm. most importantly, that Elena mentioned for phase one, go burrow and be a burrito. Go wrap yourself <laughs> in a blanket light some candles and just don't feel bad about it and don't feel bad about it because that is what this first phase is yeah because we're like go 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 right we like always want to move through it okay lightning round let's go for the second phase all right so second phase well what i what i mentioned that i'm just noticing how in the second phase i just like um, i'm actually daydreaming about things like i would notice that i'm like having these you know, plans in my head. And I would like stop myself being like, oh, I am, um, you know, I'm imagining how, (laughs) you know, if I, let's say, hypothetically, I win $50 million tomorrow. (laughs) The dreaming phase would be not just like going and uh, spending it all at Chanel, but rather um, taking the time to actually think how, what, is there something good I can do with this money, um, you know, for the world? And for for people who I care about, how just like dreaming and how how can I invest it? How can I multiply it? What what good can come out of it rather than let me just you know indulge in in this right now and then feel horrible about it afterwards? Mm-hmm. So it's actually mapping that out 
um, and dreaming. And um, and you'll notice, as as we said, when you're in square two, you'll notice that you want to, you know, buy a new wardrobe, change your haircut, um, you know, change things around in your house. Um, those are all good signs. Yeah. So let yourself dream. Create a vision board. Try new things. Go out and let yourself take that, I don't know, pottery class or that painting class that you always say you didn't have time for. Mm -hmm. That's what you do in this second phase to go through it with a lot more actually joyful. The second phase is really joyful and with more ease. Mm -hmm. So the third phase the third phase dun, dun, honestly dun. Uh, my <laughs> advice is to remember the mantra it's harder than i thought and that's okay it's harder than i thought and, and that's, that's okay, okay. <laughs> let yourself fail and don't think that the failure is definitive it's not that's yeah. it for square three for me what's your what's your <laughs> keep, lightning go, keep going on the on those dates and if if things are not happening right away remember that it's not about you it's about getting the experience <laughs> yes <laughs> so this is what the the, the the square three is about right or like keep going to these interviews and if you're if someone is not um you know hiring you right away think about it as not like oh what's wrong with me nobody's hiring me look at it as one step closer to finding that perfect place for for yourself um, exactly and refining you really important yeah and refining and taking those key learnings from all the interviews that you go through because universe has the perfect job for you um, it's just important not to give up so expecting that things will go wrong um, be willing to start over and over and over again um, and then yeah go back to the drawing board if needed going back to the phase where you dream and scheme and um, see how what what are the things that you want to adjust uh, before taking a leap forward and if needed because this phase is hard right it's hard to constantly you know pick yourself up and keep going and if you need to also spend some time you know grieving <laughs> dissolving yourself you know giving yourself time to just like i don't feel like doing anything right now it sucks let yourself do it but then pick yourself up and keep going and finally for the last phase of transformation i think i already gave it away when we talked yes. about it but honestly enjoy. <laughs> the advice here enjoy have fun relax yeah. let go of any notion that the other shoe will drop because it will but that's not a bad thing mm -hmm. Wh what the bad thing is is if you are so obsessed with waiting for the other shoe to drop that you forget to enjoy this phase of mm -hmm. your life and who's to say how long you're going to be in this phase for mm -hmm. a yeah. year 10 years the rest well you know not the rest mm -hmm. of your life it's going to come but like no one's to say so enjoy it as you have it we all right so i think we did a pretty good job outlining it but veronica i know you have something interesting that you've developed i think it's called seven journaling prompts to guide you um to ease oh my gosh <laughs> yes so i have created a guide called the seven journaling prompts to guide you back to ease and it can be utilized for any phase of these change cycles that you're in for any time you're feeling overwhelmed so if you want to go and download the guide you can go to veronicatai.com forward slash resources what i also have is that for my curious monkey podcast i went in depth 
for each of these phases. They mm-hmm. are collectively episodes 125, 126, 129, 133, and 134. Yeah, I went like super in-depth in them. And you may not want to listen to all five at, at a time, but if you know what phase you're in and you're resonating with it, then go listen to the episode that's going to help you with the phase that you're in because I give you more tools and more understanding of what this entails. This is amazing. I need to download the journaling thing. Um, and yeah, I feel like, guys, go listen. If if you feel like you're in a certain phase, go to the, to the resource page that Veronica just mentioned and dive deeper into the phase that where you feel feel um, you're in and if you still feel like you need more information again message us dm us um and we'll be happy to like go more in depth into one of the phases of the change cycle and share even more tools with you yeah this is a really helpful to tool to help you understand where you are in your life. It brings a lot of belief and it brings a lot of comfort. So don't hesitate. We want to be creating these podcasts to help you Mm -hmm. with where you are. So let us know. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I feel like it's been a while since I sort of thought about this butterfly analogy, but it's such a good refresher, I feel like, for both of us too. And every time I talk about it and think about it, I can so relate to where I am in my life and can totally apply my life situation right now for example to to this change cycle and it gives me so much so much hope and so much you know belief in the the next good thing that is going to happen around the corner and yeah yeah that's what gets me through square three because that's where (laughs) I'm constantly imagining myself imagining myself as that butterfly trying to get out of that cocoon Mm -hmm. and that's what helps me because I know that inevitably phase four is going to come inevitably that's how it happens and so guys if you are in the first phase of transformation or the third phase of transformation at a point where you're feeling like it's just so hard and it feels like you're stuck and you're wondering is this ever going to change the answer is yes that is how life works yes it will and inevitably you're going to get that to that point where you're living your dream we're all meant to fly we're all meant to fly. We just have to be Absolutely. brave enough to do it and start listening to our intuition and to our gut feeling and um, connect with ourselves. That's we. That's what we keep just keep saying. It's all about going back to connecting with yourself and getting to know yourself and start listening to your intuition and shutting down that voice of you know society and um, all the beliefs that you know, were um, given to you as you were uh, growing up. Um, So yeah, I think it was a wonderful conversation, Veronica. I thank you again. I feel like we are, we so understand each other when we talk about these things. And I think it's a, it's a great um, collaboration. I love talking to you about these things. And um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I think our only, I think our only thing is like making sure that these episodes don't go for like two yeah, hours. Yeah, I know. Long, that's why we got to wrap it up. Got, we've, <laughs> yeah, we've got so much to share. Yeah, let's wrap it let's up. Let's wrap it up. And yes, um, guys, we already mentioned that. Let us know what you think on the by underscore podcast Instagram. Follow us. And honestly, it will be so great 
great if you will um, just go subscribe to the podcast on one of the platforms where you listen to them. If you rate and leave us a review if you enjoyed a particular episode. And again, please send it to someone who you think will benefit from it. It might be your mom or your friend or your child. Just, just think about whose life you want to make a little better and who do you want to smile more. And again, we're so grateful that you're tuning tuning in and listening to um, our podcast. We can feel your energy, honestly. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us today. Okay, giving you all a big hug. Bye, guys. Bye.